Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. I'm just trying by the grace of God to just leave you with a few things that will help you, you know, to be more fruitful and to move on. When you are more fruitful, that also means that the church grows faster. Yeah. The more fruit we have, the more fruit we are able to keep, the faster the church grows. Hallelujah. And so tonight I'm sharing with you about the good shepherd. I'm taking just one or two things from the art of shepherding. Hallelujah. If your church is going to grow, it depends on the shepherding. After you've brought in your fruit, what happens? John chapter 10 from verse 11 to 14. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is a hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and are known of mine. Hallelujah. The good shepherd, of course, is Jesus. Amen. Oh, I said G- amen. Yeah. Uh, and, and if we look at what he's saying, we understand a little bit that, first of all, we've called ourselves by Jesus' title. He says, I'm the good shepherd. And if you say that you're a shepherd, it stands to reason that you have sheep. I don't know if you've ever woken up, but in my church, I've discovered some people say they're shepherd, they don't have sheep. Please, oh, anybody who says shepherd, you don't have sheep, you're a man going for a walk. I love <laughs> oh, there's no sheep before behind you. You are just going for a stroll. It's not shepherding. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so these words that we use, sheep, shepherd, it's the, it is the, what the Lord gave to us. It's what the Lord gave to us. Hallelujah. There's even a song based on Psalm 95. Um, it says, Come let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord. Our God, our maker. And it says, For we, what he is, and we are the of his pasture and the sheep and the sheep of his hand yeah just the sheep of his. so if you say me it's not that too but it's just i don't like the term sheep then i i don't know what to do with you he starts to like it because jesus called us sheep but tonight i'm talking to people who are trying to shepherd people hallelujah and i want to give you a few things that emerge in the Bible, a few needs that the sheep have, which when we meet them, ends up growing the church. Is that okay? The first one. 
I'm basing my scripture that we're going to be studying for the next few minutes on Psalm 23. Remember that David was a great shepherd and he was also a sheep. He was one of the Lord's favorite sheep. He was good at both. Yeah. And he was the writer of Psalm 23. And he says what? The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green. The first point I want us to look at, or the first thing is that the sheep need to lie down. The sheep need to lie down. What does it mean? It means that they must come to meet circumstances in the church that allow them to lie down mm -hmm. and to stay with you. Mm. You have to stabilize them as they come. Hallelujah. Sheep are easily frightened. If you look at, you see, if you will allow your mind, remember that as David was writing this, this was a shepherd writing. A lot of things frighten the sheep. Mm. When they don't have fear, they will lie down. Yeah. When they don't have fear, they will lie down. So sometimes they're even going through a village, you see them lying on the road. People are passing. They are not bothered. Nobody's catching them. It's not a problem. Are you there? Yeah. Mm. But if there is fear, they will not lie down. Mm. So there should be no fear. When you say fear, what does it mean? You see, we can handle things in a way that make the sheep afraid. Yeah. That make the sheep afraid. They fear. They wonder that, hey, this place, crowd, will they accept me? Hey, is it true or is it not true? true? Yeah. Will they accept me? Will they will I will I ever be, I mean, what welcome here? And when they don't feel that they're welcome, they'll go away. One of the things that can make them not feel welcome is just even how you conduct the service. Yeah. When it's conducted without them in mind. You see, when you have a screen up here, it's because you have them in mind. The sheep that's coming doesn't know the Bible. Can't, it doesn't have a Bible. It can't open the Bible. Yeah. The scripture is up there. The words of the song are up there. It makes a person feel a little, I don't stick out so bad. Uh -huh. Another thing is that there shouldn't be any tension. Mm. Hey. hey! When there's tension, because as we are here, we're all sheep, and sometimes there's tension. And the tension. Mm -mm. Some people have had a certain quarrel, and the quarrel is giving rise to. Eh? Somebody was telling me that oh, the choir they were communicating by Bluetooth <laughs> because they were quarrelling. So Charlie, you are supposed to take over from me, but since we are not talking, eh, Bluetooth. Blue okay. <laughs> are you there? Yeah. yeah. And because of social behavior, so you need to make sure. And you see, sometimes as you are there as the, as the overall shepherd, you know that your people are fighting. You've got to deal with it. Don't leave things untackled. Sometimes you have to transfer one party. If they insist on fighting, put them in different ministries. It doesn't work. Transfer one to the other branch. Or transfer both out. Yeah, you've got to do Otherwise, the sheep will not stay. Yeah, there is, yeah. They, they will destroy because the people don't feel at ease. There, there's too much. You see, it's just there. Tension. How do you describe tension? Because you can't even hold it over. You just know that it's there. Yeah. 
You feel it. You feel it. And sometimes, husband and wife, there's been... Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you need to transfer one party. To the children. Yeah. Or to the next branch by the house. Yeah, just to bring down the tension. Are you there? Sometimes it's not easy. One of my people was sharing with me how... (laughs) She was sharing with me how the couple say they are going to divorce. And she's trying to keep them together. But the man is her assistant. And the lady is his worship, her worship leader. This is, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. She says when the lady picks up the microphone to lead the worship, the husband exits. That's your assistant. I said, look, tell, they call your, your pastor, your bishop, tell, bishop, please, these people. And you see, it's hard for her to transfer them because where they are, it's not easy to get workers. But I tell that Charlie, they will destroy your church. Yeah. The tension, because the people, ah, the sheep, they know. Oh, they know. You can be sure of that. You can be, they can feel it. Yeah, they can feel it. And sometimes it's not husband and wife. Sometimes it's just two assistants and they are, hey, are you there? Yes. Sheep will lie down when they are free from hunger. Hmm. We're not discussing physical hunger here, please. It's not our responsibility to feed you. I'm sorry. We just eat together because it's part of fellowship. I beg you. But by hunger, you can, you can have a church where the, the, the preaching is not good. He said, oh, but we have been preaching our father's message. Uh, did you preach it how he preaches it? And if not, go back and be on it. You see, and I'm saying this because you have cell groups. Oh, you don't have. Mm-hmm. Some of the cell groups, the reason why they are not working is that I'm already tired. I should not come and sit down for you to bore me for the next 40 minutes. You're feeding, feeding them diesel instead of oil. Oh, <laughs> They're expecting oil, then you give them what? Diesel. <laughs> oh, <bitch. laughs> Don't be discouraged, but stay with it until it improves. Work on it until it improves. Hallelujah. So that brings me to the next point that the sheep need green pastures. That's what we read in verse 2. He maketh me to lie down where? In green pastures. I don't need to ask whether the preaching in this house is good. I know that it is. But whether it is reaching the smallest sheep still as good food, that is where the question mark is. Because some of us, we believe that when we hear the message once, that's enough. It's not enough. And if you are going to convey to somebody else, you need to be able to, let's say you, your, your cell group has um, people who are aged between, what, 14 and 16. You need to take that message and you need to boil it down to what concerns a 14 to 16-year-old. So the example that I've given of, of husband and wife is of no relevance to them. You have to find something that they will relate to and understand. And you cannot just get it just like that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Different kinds of food. Different kinds of things. One of the things that we notice at times is that when you came, when you were in the, when you were in the main church, you see that different things are done. There are different kinds of prayer meetings. 
some fasting, some without. What? What other kind? Different things are going on. But in your own meeting that is now with you, it's always the same thing. Always the same thing. One plug. We don't change anything. Hey! Are you there? The dry prayer. And the topics are always the same. Hey, did you bring the flow prayer book with you? Ah, okay. You cannot be short of topics. Please ask your neighbor, what topics have you been given? Okay, let us give, let us thank God. It's true. We are thanking God. We have to confess our sins. Okay, we have confessed our sins. We have to ask the Lord to help us. And then that's it. Let him bless our meeting. That's it. And then you notice after the first time it will work. Second theater is becoming drier and drier. Now the people are coming after the prayer. Because the prayer is not really blessing them. Coming for socialization. Some to the worship, the same song. That's not been a new song in the past six to eight months. Please, I don't know your worship leaders. I don't know your choir. I don't know anybody. I'm just talking to you out of my spirit, okay? So make you no ball. Make you no ball. I mean, after a while, crowd, we know how it's going. After this song, this one will come. <laughs> and after this one, this one will come. I mean, please, 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 please. Please push your neighbor and say, are you the one that they are talking to? Please. You have to change it. You have to, you know, at least there have to be some things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. Hmm. Are you in the church? Now, one of the things that we find in churches where the preaching is good and the teaching is good is that the shepherds don't take the time to catch up. Yeah. So, so many things have been preached about, but you don't know about it. Am I talking to you tonight? Yeah. You don't know about it. The camps, you went, but you didn't write notes. Mm-hmm. No problem, but you must know what is there. If you know that, you won't know what is there. Then you should have had notes so you can read. But since you don't have notes, we assume it's in your head. Yeah. And so because of that too, how to even... You see, in those camps and in those things, there's a lot of counseling. There's a lot of help. So somebody comes and says, this and this and this is my issue. And you should have said, oh, let me send you a track from the... But you don't know that it's even there. You see? Green pastures. Let me, let me go back to my animal science background, okay? In countries where people make money from sheep, it's different from what you see us doing around here. Okay? This one we are playing. <laughs> we are playing. We are playing. But where the people make a living from the sheep. The farmer owns the land on which his sheep eat. So let us say, oh here, this is his land. Right there. Then he divides it first in two and then he divides it like this. Are you getting it? So you see that it's like a grid. Each one is a pasture. Okay? He will bring his sheep here first. Leave them there, what, three, four days to your eye, the food is not finished, but he will move them to the next one. They'll eat another three, four days. You, you know, he knows what he's looking at, then he moves them to the next one. Why? If you leave them here, 
they will eat. Uh, they will even spoil the grass. Yes, they will, they will even uproot what is there so it won't come again. That's number one. But number two, they will pee there. They will drop worms there. They will drop ticks there. It will reinfect them, you see. But when you move them on like that, if they've dropped any ticks or anything there, they will die. And the grass will also have some time to come back. So they'll move you like that, move you like that, move you like that. In the church, this pasture is camp. This one are long seasons of prayer. You see the long seasons of prayers I'm teaching also. This one, weekday messages. This one, Sunday messages. Are you with me? This one, some retreats to be. This one, conference. This one, a conference away by somebody else. This one, uh, what? Bishop Dags something. Give thyself holy. This one, give me another one. Reverend George's preachings. The next one, Prophet Edem has come. Are you seeing it? So these are the pastures that are available to you in the house. And as you are going up your sheep, there are times when the person you are, you are doing something, but you realize that I need to stretch that message Reverend George preached. I, I need to pick it up. Yeah, I need to pick it up and we need to listen to it. What stops you? Why will you not just put it on the WhatsApp page there or whatever page you have? Say, everybody, we are listening to this for the week. And by the time you are done, the sheep have had a good mixture of all the food that your father has prepared. Because nobody can come here if he doesn't call them. So if he has called somebody here, all that is the food available to you. I hope you are getting it. They say, answer me. I can only, I can only share Sunday message. Your people will have a problem. Yeah. Because the balancing, there's some message your pastor preached in my church. I'm waiting for round two. He will hear about it. <laughs> no, but you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm waiting for round two. So, yeah. I'm still, I'm still thinking. Didn't finish. So, why wouldn't he say one year? <laughs> hallelujah another thing that I'll say to you is that the messages your father preached when his church was your size those messages are gold to you yeah they are gold those messages are gold yes he's preaching other gold now but for you at this stage now when you look Sunday morning this number comes that's the one that you need. <laughs> uh-huh. Because that's the food that he fed his church of 25, that the 25 became 50. Are you getting it? At 50, what was he feeding them? Because the 50 became 100. What did he feed them? Then you go, I, I hope you are getting it. Yeah. When I'm soaking you, look, the messages my father has is preaching right now, I listen because I just want to know what he's saying. But if you come and see me in my house when I am yeah, when I'm soaking, which is something I try to do a number of times a week, you will discover, I mean, the messages of 2001, 2002, because at that time, his church was the size of my church. I hope you get it. So I'm soaking those camps again and getting fresh. In fact, when I come, then they think that Charlie's some wild that I've come with. There'll be anything. <laughs> The other day, some of them were saying that, hey, mommy, you are preaching some Shepardura close market. I've never heard it before. I laughed in my stomach. It's nothing. It's just straight out of a camp. 
copy and paste. And yet, oh, Charlie, it's not hard at all. Oh, oh, Charlie, I enjoyed the campaign. I finished. I came and shared it like blue man. Nothing. <laughs> oh, at all. Oh. oh, after all, that's what he was teaching us. And the 2000 we were at the time has become. So, so if I believe that as I'm sharing it, my church will also, yeah, also grow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The next one. Your sheep need still waters. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. The waters we're talking about in this instance are the waters of the spirit. The still waters. Hallelujah. You must provide the water of the Holy Spirit for your sheep. Hey, if you are not anointed. Mm -hmm. Let me read Bishop Dyke. The lack of anointed ministry from the pulpit is the reason why church members are found seeking solutions from occultic sources and witchcraft powers. Mm. It's true. Because they came here, you didn't pray for them. They came here, you didn't lay hands on them. He said, oh, but me, I'm not a, a reverend. <laughs> Be careful, though. Be very careful, because it's not according to reverend. <laughs> yeah. It's what he has made available is available, regardless of who you are. Yeah, you don't need a title. Where do you see the only title that I see working there is shepherd? And then you see bishop. Something like that. Okay, pastors. But you don't... There's no real whatever. And everything Jesus made available, it was for all of us. So if you will lay your hand on your sheep and pray, the person will be healed. And say, but me, I'm not a healer. I will beat you. I will beat you. <laughs> the waters of the Holy Spirit. You see, people are looking for supernatural things. They are looking for something. And you have it. But you've got to draw Tap it into it. Most of the time, we believe the sermons of the devil. Hey, you can't do it. Hey, pastor, I'll be angry with you. What again do they say? You, you are not qualified. Ah, are you doing it in your name or in the name of Jesus? No, let's just, let's just, then we, if it's in your name, then you are not qualified. And neither is anyone. But if it is in the name of Jesus that belongs to all of us freely, then in fact, are you there? Yeah. One of the examples I really like giving is of um, um, some shepherds who went out. Uh, their pastor at the time was, was um, I don't know if you met Reverend Ben Amwatin when he went to the US. Anyway, he's one of our, you know, very good teaching on the Holy Spirit and stuff. And he had taught them a lot. So one Saturday he said, you guys, go out on outreach and allow the Spirit to lead you. So this group of three, they went to a house and they went to share the gospel, I mean, preach in the house there. And um, there was a family member who had never walked. The person was lying there. They shared with others, everybody, people gave their lives to Christ. Now, as they were finishing, a young girl, she was about 16 there, thereabouts, she said that she felt that she wanted to pray for the person who couldn't walk. So she just told her, can I pray? I said, oh, of course, why not? And they asked the family, is it okay? If she goes, they said, yes. 
The young girl went to pray. I tell you, the person who had never walked got up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a revival right there. And her pastor was telling me, he said, Sunday morning, Charlie, the news had spread. Their four household, their family members, so be it. Charlie, they had come to the church. Yeah. Solution has come. Solution has come. Please ask your neighbor, what's the difference between you and the young lady? <laughs> what answer did you get? <laughs> now, I need to read also this from the, from the book, The Arts of Shepherding. A bunch of sheep I watched one day were being led down a to a magnificent mountain stream. So the stream was down, they were on the way. The snow-fed waters were flowing, pure, clear, and clean. Are you there? But on the way, several stubborn ewes and their lambs stopped, stopped to drink from small, dirty, muddy pools along the way. The water was filthy and polluted, not only with churned up mud from the passing sheep, but even with the manure and urine of previous flocks that had passed that way. Still, these stubborn sheep were quite sure it was the best drink obtainable. The water itself was filthy and unfit for them. And moreover, it was contaminated with all kinds of parasites, internal parasites and diseases of destructive impact. In other words, as you are moving around, there are also some people, it's not because there's nothing, it's out of stubbornness. And that is where you, the shepherd, you need to understand your rod and your staff, which we shall be discussing later on. Hallelujah. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Because such sheep, you need to know what to do with them. Yeah. You don't leave them. You don't allow them. You hear that this sheep continues to go to a certain meeting at times. You've got to make a plan. Mm. You have to make a plan. and Go and fish them out of there. Hallelujah. Finally, for tonight, sheep need guidance. Sheep need guidance. Psalm 23 and verse 3. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Without guidance, church members go astray. Isn't it? Without guidance. Bishop Doug always asks the, ask the point, the, the question. He says, what is the likelihood that a sheep that has left Paga tonight, it will walk and come and reach Tema? <laughs> It will never arrive. It will never arrive. It needs <laughs> it to be roasted. Hallelujah. And tomorrow, you see, remember, we started from the point where you are a shepherd, but you are also a sheep. Yeah. The question now is, are you a sheep under guidance or you are a sheep that has gone astray? Tomorrow, I'll pick it up from here. Stand to your feet. Are you leading yourself or are you guided? I want us to just pray for a few minutes tonight. Talk to the Lord. You've already been talking to him about whether you are wheat or tares. But you also want to say, Lord, I want to labor to be blessed. I want a blessing from you this year. A blessing that has come because of my shepherding. Talk to the Lord tonight. Talk to the Lord tonight. Talk to the Lord tonight.
talk to the Lord tonight. Talk to him and say, Lord, I want to be a shepherd whose sheep lie down. Whose sheep are guided by green pastures. I want to preach what will stir them up, Lord. I want my sheep to have the waters of the Spirit in abundance. I want my sheep to be guided by your Spirit. Oh, Father. Father, tonight we just come before your throne of grace. Make us into the shepherds after your own heart. The type that you would send to your different sheep. So that every sheep that is drawn come is, is that comes our way is drawn in, in the right way. That they'll come and they'll lie down, that they will stay, that they'll be retained, that Lord, there'll be good food and water and, and everything that they need and shade and guidance. Where we are lacking tonight, Lord, repair us, repair the breach, Lord. Help us, Lord. We thank you so much for your grace. Thank you for your grace. I want you to just pray one more prayer. You're praying for the Holy Spirit. And in all the speaking about fruitfulness, you want to talk about your spirit. Just talk to him and say, Lord, I cannot do it without your spirit. May I be anointed afresh from on high. Let your spirit touch me, Lord. In my inner man, my inner person. Oh, yes, Lord. Talk to God. Talk to him. Talk to him for a few minutes. We're winding up in a few minutes. Talk to us, Lord. Let there be a change, oh God. Let there be a difference, oh God. Anoint us with your spirit. Revive us, oh God. Shake us up afresh. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for your word to us. I pray, Lord, that you will continue to lead us. May we never, ever regret being shepherds. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-S-E. God richly bless you.